Um, Mushrooms Part 2. That's right. Yeah, I was going to say something about uh, air travel. <laughs> but then I, I changed my mind and I just went with it. Okay. Mushrooms Part 2. So we left off with the pre and probiotics, but we're... Yeah. Yeah, but we're on to uh, new facts. Yeah. Okay, so uh, France was the first country to cultivate mushrooms. Cultivate. Right. Uh, so found in the wild. You collect them and bring them into the, the home, right? Grow them. To, to grow them in yeah, like a for farm food. setting. Yeah, right. Rather than saying. just find them. Oh, uh, okay. okay. So instead of going out and getting them. Right. Bringing them to the, the backyard. Right. Yeah. France. So they. Mm -hmm. They got the jump on that. They did. And from there, it spread to England and then made its way to the United States in the 19th century. Well, well, mushroom farming. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. farming of mushrooms is relatively new. What year did you say? Uh, made its way to the United States in the 19th century. 19th century? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that is oh, new-ish. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So, where'd my fact go? Oh, so mushrooms related to yeast, mold, and mildew as they are members of the fungus class. Oh, yeast is in the mix. Well, I've heard of it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't get as much. I mean, no way. It's not even on the... It's not even in Mushrooms League, but I mean, you know, all right, I know about it. Well, you're asking in part one about how many different kinds of fungi are there. So yeah, I still want to know that. Well, yeah. I'm, about to, I'm about to blast you. So there are approximately 1.5 million species of what? fungi compared with 250,000 species of flowering plants. Okay, so it not only should it be its own thing but it's like like there's uh, so many mm -hmm. it's like dominating man that's crazy well then going back to like how many glow in the dark that doesn't seem like a lot 75 I mean like you know I don't know I'm saying if I had like 2 million toys I bet you 75 of them would <laughs> glow in the dark you know what I'm saying like that doesn't seem like that crazy math 200 are magical 200 plus right yeah okay sure they are you know what I mean if I had two billion toys, you know what? Two hundred of them fucking things would be magical. So that just makes yeah, I'm with it. There's mm -hmm. so many things that it there's a variety. There's yeah, uh huh. Mushroom math. I got it now. <laughs> All right, on to the next fact. I'm learning a lot about mushrooms. I know. But I'm Who knew? It. Yep. Who knew? Uh, did you know mushrooms can make their own wind? Say what's that? <laughs> make their own wind? Yes. How do they do this? Okay, so in the wild, mushroom spores are spread by wind. <laughs> oh, you just blew mushrooms on me. Well, all right, go ahead. Okay, so on mushroom farms, spores are collected in a laboratory and then used to inoculate grains to create spawn, a mushroom farmer's equivalent of seeds. A mature mushroom will drop as many as 16 billion spores. Dropping them spores. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so isn't that crazy? Well, wait a minute, but I don't know what that had to do with wind. Like, you didn't say, oh. like, I don't get it. Okay. Well. They, 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 they lay a lot of seeds or whatever. Like, I understand well, that. Yeah, so unlike, um, you know, flowers that drop seeds, they, they continue to propagate by blowing in the wind. And I'm trying to find my fact here. Well, they, they, so they use the wind to, like, spread their seed or whatever. In the wild, yeah. Yeah, but how do they do that? 
So if they were simply to drop their spores like a tree does its leaves, okay. um, the chances of reproducing would be slim to none. But they create airflow around them by causing water to rapidly evaporate, thus creating oh, a vehicle a for spreading spores around the environment. The water evaporates like underneath them or around them because mm -hmm. they're drinking it up or whatever they're doing. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they get a little, they get a little guy in front of the, the car dealership. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the wacky, wacky yeah, inflatable right. guy. Yeah. And when they do that, they're like, hey, here's a good time to shoot my seed, right? Because <laughs> I got a little wind created here and it's going to go further. Mm -hmm. All right. So, yeah. Okay, I could see that, but that man, you know what that takes to me in my head? That takes like thought. Like you gotta like, I mean, are you just born knowing that that's how you do it, or do you like, yo, I gotta time this shit right? Or you, you know, I don't know. That's a, that's a pretty wild one for me. But um, no, it makes sense. But man, they are they get, might be a part three. They um, are a natural pesticide. Mushrooms are. Yeah. They repel over 200,000 species of insects. They control pests with no harm to humans or the environment via man-made chemical pesticides. Yeah, but I mean, so they, you know what's funny is like, so they repel insects, but what draws like flies is shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so like, you know what I mean? shit brings all the flies to the yard right mm -hmm. the mushroom grows and then it's just like okay flies be gone or is it a certain type like it's only specific insects well just well it doesn't say specific but there it will repel 200,000 types specific espresso no it's <laughs> what? specific yeah so it it, did, it it didn't say it didn't but 200,000 kinds of bugs it could repel can you get some mushrooms without everything smelling like shit around here because that's what my see like i don't want uh, yo listen keep two thousand insects out but i don't want to have a fucking shit mushroom smell around here because i can't handle it well that would be kennett square no i know was, um, that's what i'm saying <clears throat> listed as one of the facts is the greatest mushroom producing area in the united states I believe it, but I yeah. mean, have you smelled it up there? Yeah. It smells like fucking shit. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I am a fan of the mushroom, but <clears throat> not digging that. That's not giving me no orgasm. I'm just telling you. It's a bunch of shit smell. Well, I guess you'd rather smell shit than uh, the people that are training mushrooms to eat your dead body. Yeah, what? I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Okay, well, but I'll let me give you hear some more, more facts. Yeah, okay. I'm going to need a few more on that one. Okay, so um, this lady, or, or man, I don't know. I can't. Oh, it's a lady. This general neutral person. <laughs> no. Well, anyway, whoever, the, I can't pronounce this it's person's Pat. name. It's Pat. It's Pat. All right. Uh, embroidered a suit, an infinity burial suit. It's embroidered with mushroom spores. And the idea is that dead folks would be buried in this outfit rather than a coffin, and the mushrooms more effectively biodegrade dead tissue, helping make internment more efficient and ultimately more environmentally responsible. Let, let me see if I can break that down a little bit. Well, to make the suit work, she's been feeding toenail clippings, skin cells, and other body leftovers to shiitake and oyster mushrooms to foster a taste 
for human flesh. So you wear like um, a mushroom tracksuit, <laughs> right? When you die. <laughs> and then it feeds on you as you decay? Yes. That's how I want to go out. I'm just saying it right now. So you want the, <laughs> yeah. the mushroom suit? I want mushrooms to eat my decay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, um, yeah, uh, all right. I mean, yeah, it sounds a little gross. Mm -hmm. And I think there should be, you know, a good horror movie made that really... Attack of the, the Wild Mushroom? Absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm thinking that's, that's you know... Oscar, all that stuff. Get on it, Hollywood. The, yeah, do that. Don't let me stop you. But, um, but also, yeah, you're gross. But science, um, like you know, once I hear about it, you know, what I mean, feeding them toenails. I mean, like you know, hey, you know, you know, who am I to tell them what the diet should be? I'm not, you know, you know, what I mean, they got a whole different thing going on. But you think this lady was just little, driving down the street? A little gross. Like, I got it. The mushroom burial suit. I like it. I like it. Well, it seems like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, man, that seems very, uh, what did you say at the end there? Biodegradable, like, earth-friendly or uh -huh. whatever? Like, you want to really do something? Hey, man, let mushrooms eat you. That's, <laughs> that's you know what I mean? That's taking it next level. Mm -hmm. I'm signing up. You know, get the. I'll sign it right now. I don't give a shit. Let mushrooms eat me. I'm cool with it. <laughs> that's a very curious fact. That is a good, you know what, that is a really good one. I didn't, you know... You said there were some zingers, and, and you know what? You're not letting me down. <laughs> uh, mushrooms can be used as packaging material. Uh, you know, I kind of, like a kind of substitute for like styrofoam, right? Mm -hmm. or, or, yeah, so I, uh, companies like Ikea and Dell have been um, experimenting using uh, the mushroom stem, the root part of yeah. the mushroom, um, to you know, in their packaging. So you, In their packaging? Yeah. So, like, like, um, well, it would be dried, it wouldn't be fresh, like you got in the store, you know, so yeah, well, they, kind of spongy. They, but they do something to it, right? They add something to it, like, it just doesn't become a package. I mean, like, they what do they do? It's processed somehow with some other thing, right? And it, you know, uh, let's see. So, um, Ecovative company developed a packaging material made Ecovative. of Ecovative, Ecovative, yeah, that's a hell of a name, mm hmm. Well, instead of innovative, ecovative. Yeah, no, I get it. They're very, you know, they want, you know, I, I'm on to them. I know what they're about. So, you know, good on them, I guess. Good on you. <laughs> um, mushrooms can be used as a dye to dye clothing. Okay, so when, be, I'm still not even over the packaging. Dye, that's, so to dye clothing, what, um, how so? Well, when it's combined with a solvent, can be used to create vibrant dyes um, to match nearly every color of the rainbow. So an example would be <clears throat> the meadow mushroom plus salt water to make a yellow-green color, uh, or the lobster mushroom add ammonia to make it pink, like a lobster color pink. Those are just two examples of these. Oh, things. okay. Well, I mean, are those mushrooms that we can get our hands on? Because I think we should dye some shit. Like, yeah. I not only do I, mean, I, I don't know where we get facts. the solvent, but solvent uh, at the local uh, paint supply place. Oh. I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you got any solvent in here? <laughs> I'm looking for some solvent. 
what do you, I'm Did you find everything you were looking for I'm, today? Yeah, yeah. You ain't got no mushroom solvent up yeah. in this bitch? Don't you know I'm dying my drawers when I get the house? <laughs> Why don't you mind your own business, buddy? Just tell me where the goddamn solvent is. You know, you love it when people get extra talky. You're like, oh, God. just. I'm extra talky, but not, yeah. I don't like it when people do talk about well, What if we went into the store and they're like, can we help you find something? You're like... Listen, dude, I'm trying to make this lobster pink color out of a mushroom. and The guy just be like, ugh, get out of here. No, know. they'd probably be entertained by it. And I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in it. Let me tell you about my cat. No, I, yeah, I mean, that's how you do it. And I'm cool with that, but that's what I say, that's not my scene. Okay. Well, mushrooms are a billion dollar industry. Now that dollars. we know all these facts, well, you can did, see why. Well, didn't how many was there? Two billion or two million of them? Well, something? that was types of fungi. That's what I say. You see, each one of them a dollar, and you're right there. Mm -hmm. So I mean, yeah, I guess it is a billion dollar industry. There's <laughs> two million of them. Each yeah, of them only has to do like fifty cents worth of work, and then you're good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they're a huge force in the food economy. D damn right. Yeah, the numbers alone. 81% of all restaurant menus include mushrooms. 81%. Mm -hmm. Now that's all, you know, I mean, that's from Italian to Mexican to like all the, I mean, that's just menus, right? So it's not like mm -hmm. specific to a certain type. Mm -hmm. Let me, I'm trying to think of a menu or something I've seen recently that didn't have mushrooms on it or a place that wouldn't. And, um, you know what I mean? Could you get a mushroom at Taco Bell? Mm -hmm. You can? No, I wouldn't think so. But don't they do some kind of taco salad thing? What? I guess with the taco salad, you wouldn't do <coughs> mushrooms. I guess not. Well, on that fact, um, mushrooms are huge in the vegetarian vegan market because they have... Um, yeah, loaded with all kinds of goodies. Well, they can, um, they can taste... You can force the mushroom, you know, depending on your recipe, to taste like meat. So... Um, fried chicken. Well, yeah, Chicken of the Woods. Yep, that was part one, in case you missed it. But, um... You think somebody's like, fuck it, I'm going right to part two. I don't give a shit what they said. <laughs> I'm going I'm all, going backwards. I'm going all two. I'm going to start with two, and then go to one. I might never, I might never listen to one. You know what I mean? I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the vegetarian market. Uh, heavily used in meat flavors and other dishes. Um, so... Like the uh, like the Boca Burger and things like that. Oh yeah, that's that's they have a lot mushroom, of right? Mushroom. Mm -hmm. uh, some places, the James Beard Foundation is having a, a contest. I think it's going on right now, for chefs to mix uh, mushrooms with meat. So you know, trying to slow our carbon footprint on beef. Beard isn't a good last name for anything. I just, you know what I mean? You just, it's like a Paul Bunyan. As soon as I hear the, it doesn't do, like I just. When you hear Paul Bunyan, you think of feet? No, no, no. What? No, beard. Like, I just feel like, you know, like, you know, I see a beard. Like, James Beard Foundation. It's like, what What are they up, what are those hipsters up to? And I know it doesn't have anything to do with, like, what is that? That's like a food thing, right? Yeah. Like a chef thing mm -hmm. or something? Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking over here about, like, somebody in a flannel chopping down trees. You're talking about, you know, James Beard Foundation. Like, you got to explain to me. Like, I, I, I kind of know, but I was off. Oh, well, yeah, it's a chef thing. Uh, people get nominated for the James Beard Award kind of thing. but People are getting creative with mushrooms. Yeah, so they have a contest running currently for restaurateurs and chefs that um, 
you know, to mix mushrooms with beef, um, you know, to lessen our carbon footprint and, um, you know, just combine meat and mushrooms or, you know, just all mushrooms. So in, in your burger, you know, whether it's a vegetarian burger or not, but, um, <clears throat> I don't like all types of mushrooms. Like, I mean, I'm just talking about um, eating them here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes like on pizza, yeah, it's okay. I mean, but I'm never like demanding of that. Um, on salads, it's, it, you know, I enjoy it very much. So, <laughs> you know, so I'm with it on salads, but, um, like, I don't know. I think, like, on pizza, I could take it or leave it, and that's the only time I would, like, eat it hot. And oh, like, I prefer a cooked mushroom to a raw one. Yeah, well, sometimes, but I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm interested in finding more ways to prepare it or more things to mix it in and try it. And, you know, like I said, like, I've had maybe one of those Boca Burger things before or, you know, here or there, and mm -hmm. I remember being, you know, majority mushroom, and I was like, this, this isn't... This isn't horrible, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I'm all right with that. But, I, yeah, I'm definitely interested in finding more ways to eat them because I'm not a fan of all the ways currently. Well, so um... more the better. Because I'd like to, yeah, I mean, it sounds like from all the facts you've been saying about how good they are, I mean, I probably should be eating some more. Eat that shaga mushroom. But, um, yeah, mushrooms are so unique that they have um, umami. Umami. Yeah, do you know what umami is? No, but I like saying it. Umami. <laughs> umami is the fifth taste. Oh, so, umami. Oh, umami. So the fifth taste. The fifth taste. So what? there's four that your your the, mouth recognizes. There's five. You forgot about umami already. Well, <laughs> the typical four. Oh, okay. Are the salty, sweet, bitter, sour. Most people know those as your primary tastes. And okay. those are actually okay. on different areas so of your tongue. when you taste something, it mm -hmm. can either be salt, sweet, bitter, sour. Mm -hmm. But there's a new type of taste out there called umami. Mm -hmm. All right. Tell me about that. Well, go ahead. Keep going. Well, umami kind of covers a general uh, taste. Kind is, of. It everything, a, is it everything that isn't the first four? Yes, but it's more of a, um, I don't know where umami comes from. Like, who picked they that word? It. But um, it's a. What is the it means root? savory. Okay. Kind of like a. In what language does it mean savory? I don't know. There's a bug around here. I hope it doesn't land on me. Well, okay. Well, savory. All right. Well, so if you're talking about. All right. An easy bitter, reference bitter, to. Sweet, salt. What was it? Bitter, sweet, sour. Salt, sweet, sour, bitter. Well, savory seems like it's a little bit different from all those. So I like that. It's. I like. Okay. I like where this is going. Well, when, when you think of savory, like, you wouldn't think, like, oh, mushrooms, so savory. Mm -hmm. But you think of, say, chicken broth or beef broth yeah. or something warm and, yeah, no, like, a, I'm a savory. With you. Yeah, I'm with you on savory. I think, you know, hot food, a lot of flavor, broth, steak could be maybe mm -hmm. in there. I'm with you. Savory. Okay. Okay. So, we're almost out of facts. Uh, oh, well, we wait a minute. Two but, more. Oh, I thought you were going to keep going about umami. Oh, mommy. Yeah, oh, mommy. <laughs> no, I would th you were saying like how it's this fifth taste. Mm -hmm. But mushrooms are in that category. With yes. What else? Or is it just them? Well, I mean, they're, no, it's not just mushrooms. But, you know, umami is, you know, like that savory kind of thing. So it's generally umami is a combination of flavors that make 
that because it's Could, not the salty, sour, sweet, bitter. Is is does everybody know about like everybody in like the food world know about umami or is that like just some mushroom fact stuff or is that just like it's not just related to mushrooms it's a but yeah but they fall in the umami category where not a lot of foods do right and but like if i was to talk to one of these james beard cats and i was like (laughs) you know what i really taste in this one here is the umami they would be like oh yeah the umami that that is the taste that we're experiencing here if you went to the restaurant and be like give me something on here that's umami all right no no i don't I, no, I wouldn't use it like that. I would just be like, you know, I would just, you know, I'd take a bite with my fork, pinky, <laughs> pinky, pinky finger up. out, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I would chew it, you know what I mean? Long, long pause, <laughs> sip of water, and then I would be like, umami. <laughs> and then everybody would stand up and applaud because I know what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. No, I mean, like, if I was to, like, you know, if I was some kind of chef inspector or not what are they like just kind of secret shopper but for a fancy place right yeah gotcha so uh umami umami. i'm i don't know if this mushroom would be umami but some mushrooms can cost thousands of dollars thousand dollar mushrooms are they art oh per per pound well how many is a pound of mushrooms look at these these mushrooms (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i can see them our listeners can't see them they look like dongs yeah it's some big mushrooms (laughs) but i'm saying pornographic right okay but like so should be next to the uh, orgasm mushrooms Hmm? a pound of them is a thousand dollars yeah why i mean are people hanging them on the wall are they art are they fucking each other with them what are they doing with these mushrooms? Are they just eating them? Because if they're just eating them, why are they paying $1,000 a pound? I don't know. Well, this mushroom, I think the one that's this picture of, is the Matsutake mushroom of Japan. Uh-huh. And they're exceedingly rare. Oh, okay, so they're rare. Yeah. Like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. But we can't make no more of them? Well... Does this mushroom not make its own wind? Yeah, there's no air around this mushroom. Yeah, I don't know. It does going. one spore. Is it growing on, like, the top of a mountain where there's no... Well, possibly. Well, um, the the Alba white mushroom mm-hmm. is a truffle that only grows from September to January in Italy. And that would be another one that's $1,000 a pound. But now, would you want, like, would you, would you be dying to get your hands on some of these mushrooms? Are they so fantastic? Like, I still don't get it. They're rare. Okay, I understand that, but why the i mean so i mean are they delicious i mean do you got anything on that or do they are they packed full of like yo this shit has got vitamin z in it and you don't even know about this it just makes you crazy yeah it has the the secret b17 yeah right is it a super food type of mushroom right that's out there and that's why people are paying a thousand dollars or is it just because nah there's only six left in the world so if you want one we're going to charge and who's selling them Who's selling these mushrooms for a thousand? Where do you buy them at? Japan, Italy. I don't know. But who owns those mushrooms? Well, you know, if we started selling mushrooms, you know, we could probably make a fortune. But, you know, I don't want to smell to like shit. We'd have to move to Italy to find them. So, what is about the climate that creates that? Well, type probably of the climate that the, they got the special dirt shit. it's grown in. You special know. shit. Well, these, those are probably found in the wild, probably not cultivated. 
In I would assume that they're like a wild mushroom. Wilds of Italy. It's no mm. chicken of the woods. Well, can we grow like I'd be happy with like fifty dollar pound mushrooms? Can we grow them? We could try. You know what I mean? But like, yo, I got them shrooms, fifty dollars a pound. Mm -hmm. hmm. What you got in your backyard? It's our mushroom farm. No, I still don't want it to smell like shit though. <laughs> Do you know there's a mushroom council? Well, um, no. Well, what do you mean, council? Like, I mean, like you, like the United States council. It's actually a government regulated. Uh, well, who's on that board? <laughs> did vote, did that. I vote for that? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> when is the next meeting? <laughs> yeah, they they do mushroom promotion research, consumer information. Well, that's mm -hmm. the shit they should be playing on C-SPAN, man. I need to know what the fuck's <laughs> going on with this mushroom council. Yeah, it was meant to strengthen the mushroom position in the food industry. Well, so in 1993, they formed the Mushroom Council to it, do that. It was meant to strengthen the mushroom in the what? What is it? In the book? food industry. In the food, like just make them more popular, get more people talking about them. Because I don't think they've really succeeded. I don't think mushrooms have made a huge jump since like the 80s. They're still doing the same mushroom things they've been doing. I ain't seen no advancements in mushrooms. Well, we should forward them mushroom one and two. Yeah. Be like, yo, not only are these mushrooms here uh, edible, but they're also glow in the dark. Are you kidding me? Man, we, I'm we saying. We get high. We could no, have but, parts of our brain talk to each other that we don't yeah, even but know no, about. I mean, glow in the dark, you know, for the kids. Be like, yo, <laughs> go take it outside. It glows. Like, this could be a new Fourth of July thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I should be on this council. Everybody on this council is fired. <laughs> I am the council. Glow in the dark, edible mushrooms for kids. You know what I mean? They'll be selling off the shelves. Mm -hmm. And the horror movie. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. I See? will star and write and produce <laughs> that as well. Attack of the Killer, yeah. Glow in the Dark. Yeah. Trippy mushroom. I'll be the mushroom man. All right. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Food facts. It's cooked. Every time I type this password in, it just, like, makes a loud sound. <laughs>